Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Mike. And, and this, this is Craft, Craft Root, Root Sports. Sports. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Craft Root Sports. I'm Mike. With me, as always, is Scott. This is Craft Brewed Sports, where our only performance-enhancing drugs come in 12-ounce cans. <laughs> or bottles. Or bottles. <laughs> <laughs> More likely bottles. Mostly bottles. Scott, what's good, man? Not How much, Mike. What's going on, brother? Oh, uh, you know, just got back in from Chicago. Took a game on a rooftop while I was there. Nice. Yeah, nice. it was pretty slick. It was bucket list shit. Awesome. I feel like ass, though, now. Well, so. you know. So apologies to the listeners for my hoarse voice and coughing throughout the entire episode. It's all good. This this keeps you uh, locked in on the podcast. Right. You know, yeah. you're near death, you're not going anywhere. Look, that's how dedicated we are to this podcast. And I'm like, I feel like shit, but we still got to record this. It's for the fans. <laughs> Pu- puke and rally. <laughs> Speaking of puke and rally, I don't know how that segues at all. But anyway. I like it. It's a good segue. <laughs> Third voice you're hearing is my man, Alex Villeneuve. Longtime buddy, roommate, friend, pal, groomsman. Oh, he wow. is with I us. Didn't know that. Ah, yes. Groomsman. That's new. Wedding. Just added that to the title. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just added nice. that to the resume. Yeah, another... Alex Villeneuve is here to join us for the show. Alex, what's going on, bud? Not too much. How you been? Uh, you know, hanging. <laughs> <laughs> Same, huh? Trying to keep it smooth. <laughs> right. Glad we worked out these awesome intros <laughs> before the show. Probably should have ran this one or two times. Ah, eh, fuck it. Wait, actually, we did run this once before. <laughs> Dude, don't bring up old shit in front of company. No, we could do that. We we tweeted about it. So a couple weeks ago, we recorded what we felt like was an awesome episode. We had Alex come sit in. We talked hockey for a good hour and twenty three minutes. That was a longer show, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And then I realized that I fucked up. So I apologize <laughs> to everybody. Apologize to you, Alex, for making you come back, and I uh, apologize to everybody else for making you guys miss a week. But it's we're, all good. Yeah, we we're back, back here. We wanted to do the hockey episode. Actually, we really wanted to do it the first time, and we felt bad that we fucked it up, but with hockey still going on, it's perfect finals, test. yeah, we figured let's go on ahead and get it in before everything's uh, over with, and we would have had to wait till fall to try to regroup <laughs> for this show to actually kind of make sense. So here we are with the hockey show for all you hockey fans. Absolutely. So, Alex, that's why uh, you're here, man. You are our resident hockey expert. Um, why don't you tell us where where did you grow up, and that'll. Well, yeah, I uh, I earned that prestigious title up in Rochester, New York. <laughs> growing up, I uh, attended games as a child of the Rochester Americans. That's the AHL affiliate of the Buffalo Sabers. Um, big fans of both. Um, you know, just 
grew up loving the game. So that's how you know you're a dedicated hockey fan when your favorite team is like a minor league team. <laughs> that's goddamn dedication to a sport. That's like those Cincinnati Cyclone fans here. Those people are something. Yeah, they're else. hardcore. They're Super hardcore. Crazy. When you have jerseys custom made with your own name on them for minor league <laughs> hockey, you know you love hockey. <laughs> I just picture all of those fans from the Cyclones games. They're just like Michael Scott from The Office. They're like, I could have made it. I could have made it. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, man. So, Alex, did you play hockey as a kid? Yeah, we played growing up. Um, I never played organized, um, you know, peewee or whatever, but loved to play. You weren't on the Mighty Ducks? It was not on the Mighty Ducks. (laughs) Goldberg was not my goalie. (laughs) Nice reference. Um, but yeah, kids, so. go look that up. Google, <laughs> Google the the Mighty Ducks if you don't know what he's talking about. Right, <laughs> they were awesome. I was a hawk, <laughs> cake eater. You sell out, <laughs> cake eater. <laughs> One of the rich kids. Yeah. So um, yeah, just played growing up. Just we played in the street, in the basement, just anywhere you could. Um, so just well, you play love the game on the ice too, just like parks yeah. and stuff too. Because yeah, but rarely. Yeah, I mean, but, or rarer. Yeah, it's but harder. I mean, it's it's one of those things like when you're playing baseball when you're younger and you're like, oh yeah, we're gonna actually play on the field. That's clear. It, it didn't happen <laughs> often. Mostly you're playing in the street or just wherever you could. But yeah, there's a few rare times. Whereas you know, in like Toledo, there's not too many ice hockey opportunities anywhere. Yeah, that's how it was in Youngstown. There was nothing. We didn't have any ice rinks in Youngstown. So there was no chance to play peewee hockey or anything yeah. like that. So the best place to play was actually a park where they froze over the parking lot. They would, like, flood the For parking that. lot in the winter. Oh, nice. That's just, legit. like, people play. That's how yeah. you know you live in a hockey game. Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to flood this parking lot, risk people breaking ankles. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> place no liability <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah, the hooligans will be here. They don't care. <laughs> Nice. All right, well, let's before we get too far into hockey, let's talk about the beer we got uh, this week. So this week, we, we figured, since we're doing hockey, we had to go with a Canadian beer. We wanted to go a little different than Labatt or Molson, uh, so we went with Blanche de Chambly from uh, Unibrew Brewing. Unibrow Brewing. Unibrow. It does this, look this like is, This is the beer of Anthony Davis right here. This is what he drinks. This unibrow beer right here. So this is a... I, I did look up a lot of YouTube videos to figure out how to pronounce this. I don't really speak French, so I don't even know if that's really accurate. I was just going to call it Blanche de Chambly. De Chambly <laughs> which is, I'm sure every Canadian that hears that is like, you fucking American asshole. Oh, <laughs> Trump <laughs> voter. <That's> right. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> but this is a this is a pretty slick beer. Um, it's five uh, percent alcohol, so it's a little lighter, a little on the lighter side. And actually, one of the things I saw said that you can use this to replace champagne if you're making a mimosa. You pour this in instead of champagne and orange juice. I don't, real manly, <laughs> real extra manly. Canadian right there. <laughs> this is I testosterone mean, in a bottle. Wouldn't that be more manly than the champagne though? Slightly, but it just seems like something beer. to say to like overcompensate. <laughs> I don't even use champagne; I use beer. <laughs> oh, what beer do you use? Blanche de <laughs> Yeah, then you lose credibility. Oh, you fucking asshole! Get the hell something out of your here. girlfriend tells you. That's actually beer in there. <laughs> <laughs> something you don't tell your friends. Is it? Well, it is. I mean, it is lighter. Uh, we all, all three of us, popped these bottles, and it was 
spray it all over the place. <laughs> yeah, we was... just won the Stanley Cup. <laughs> <laughs> it was championship time down here in the basement, inadvertently. Yeah, my basement is gonna reek like uh, Canadian beer for the next week. Yeah, fuck it. Who cares? So, what do you guys think of this so far? Like initial impressions. So far, delicioso. That's great. <laughs> Take a little bit. Absolutely right. Canadian beer. Thank our friends up north. Yes, they they know how to bottle a good brew. <laughs> so far, so let's see far. how it, let's see how it lasts through the show. Though. Yeah, I, in fairness, this isn't the we don't have the best version of this because it, it is a little warm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's at my car for a few hours, but whatever. Canucks, we're honoring you. Don't get mad because we're drinking it warm. You know, that's actually they say that's the sign of a really good beer is if you can drink it at room temperature and it still has the same taste as when it's cold. Yeah, that's I've like, heard that, and this actually isn't that's too why bad. They always so serve them cold. <laughs> Touche. No, I've heard that, but uh, this beer's pretty solid, warm. So I, yeah, it's not know, bad. I don't know that it tastes. Look, that I'm gonna deal. It's beer. I'm gonna fucking love it. So it's craft root sports. <laughs> is what we do. That's how we handle it. It's what we do, Scott. Why don't we take a trip to the upper deck? Oh yeah, <laughs> we upper decking it, y'all. Don't fall. Upper deck is the uh, the new segment. If you missed last week, go back and watch uh, watch or listen to last week's episode. Fuck it, whatever. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> not not the listeners. No, us, not the listeners. Us, yeah, us, Scott. Now that's for laughing. Yeah. Uh, so go listen to last week's episode. Upper deck is where we're going to take you through some of the headlines from uh, this week in sports. We listened to your feedback. You wanted more current events. We're going to give it to you. So, uh, Scott, kick us off, man. All righty, now, two weeks in a row with baseball suspension news. This week, it's man Marlon Bird, outfielder <laughs> for the Indians, who was suspended not just 80 games, not just 30 games, but an entire 162-game season <laughs> without pay for his second positive drug testing because the first time just wasn't good enough for him. And uh, he also served a 50-game suspension back in 2012 for a positive test. Uh, Marlon Bird's on the wrong side of his career, so this will probably end his days in baseball. But, yeah, you know, dead. hey, he's made enough money, so what does he care, right? What the fuck? Man? You know what? If he if he wasn't on performance-enhancing drugs, maybe the, the Reds would have beat the Indians. <laughs> yeah, and that big time series they had this season. What is the what's the cup? What the Ohio they? Cup. Ah, the Ohio Cup. The, the Ohio very cup. distinctive name that I couldn't remember that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the reason why the Reds lost that series. It was Marlon Bird? Yeah, I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say fuck Marlon Bird yeah. and anybody else who tests positive more than once. It, it, once is bad enough because I'll take in some cases. You know, you're dumb, whatever, and you make mistakes. No, that's stupid, man. These guys are fucking professional athletes. I get you're trying to. Get Get whatever edge you can, but you know it's a they're fucking testing like crazy. Why even try it and fuck over your team like that? No, I'm not saying I mean if you purposely do it always and forever fuck you, but I just I understand sometimes things could happen in certain situations. Sure. Right. And so I, I'm just saying so, so if it happens Sorry. one time, yeah, My that's, bad. It's I jumped good. on you it's for no good. reason. It's all good. I understand. I'm all amped up. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it, but guys like this, it, no time for that shit. Nuts. Stupid. Stupid. So fuck you, Marlon Bird. Get out. Uh, next up in the upper deck here, the uh, Seattle Mariners had quite the comeback oh over the San Diego Padres. I don't know if it was the Mariners with the comeback or the, the Padres just completely imploding, uh, but the Mariners completed a 10-run comeback to beat, uh, to beat San Diego. They were down 12-2 to and came back to win the game 16-12. to uh, They ended the, uh, the seventh inning. Most of their... 
runs were scored in the seventh inning with two outs. They scored nine runs in one <laughs> inning, people. With two outs. God bless <laughs> America. So Scott and I are having really rough baseball seasons with our teams. The Reds are not doing very hot. Braves are are doing awful. less hot than even the Padres. But at least neither of our teams has blown a 10-run lead in the Ooh. seventh inning. Awful. Oh, that's terrible. You'd have, to, you'd have to get the lead first. Oh, that's a good point. I guess that's why we haven't. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I know. Braves usually just score zero, so it's kind of hard to come back from scoring zero. You do have to score more than 10 runs, too, in order to have a 10-run lead. So True. Yes. That's not likely to happen for the Reds. Makes it that much more impressive of a blow job. That's what that makes it. It's... You were skillful enough to get there, but you are that much worse. I like that you called it a blowjob. Yeah, that's totally what they did. Blew a game right on their knees. That is awful. Awful. And speaking of awful, some uh, less than stellar news here. Uh, Vanderbilt pitcher and Clarksville native Donnie Everett drowned uh, yesterday at a Coffee County lake. Um, He was 19, and he was trying to swim across Normandy Lake while fishing. He's a Vanderbilt pitcher, and he was with a couple of his teammates and some other friends. He's halfway across the lake, but he got pulled under, and he never resurfaced. And this was just before uh, Vanderbilt was scheduled to play against our Xavier Musketeers in the uh, opening round of the NCAA tournament. So that game actually got postponed tonight because of weather, but a very sad story to hear that uh, a star player for any team. Yeah, but, uh, thoughts and prayers to the fans. That's really shitty, uh, really shitty news. Yeah. Um, supposedly he was a really, like, one of their best players, too. Um, so awful news to hear out of, uh, out of Vanderbilt there. Um, and let's just keep this uh, bummer train going with uh, a story out of California. Uh, this one is infuriating. I will probably lose my shit during this one. So Brock Allen Turner, he was a former Stanford swimmer. He was discovered raping an unconscious woman behind a dumpster on campus in January. So he got sentenced, and his sentence ended up being six months in county jail and probation. So prosecutors had recommended a six-year sentence, but the judge determined that due to his age and his lack of criminal history, that, quote, a prison sentence would have been severe impact on him. Fuck that judge. What a piece of shit he is. Because last time I checked, the goal of prison was to have a severe impact on your life. That is the most... Kind of like sexually assaulting someone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this the the victim in this case, apparently there was no effect on her life. There was no severe effect on her life. This piece of shit judge, there's no reason why this dude should remain on the bench. Um, And fuck this kid from Stanford. What is... We talked about this a little bit. Last episode in Upper Deck when we were talking about the Baylor case. What is with college athletes just thinking they can do whatever the fuck they want? Yeah, athletes in general, but yeah, there's a really weird issue. And maybe it's just they're all coming to light now and the news is pointing it out more. But a lot of sexual assaults going on on campuses right now. I I just don't get it. I don't get how uh, there's this like protection of athletes to like just give them carte blanche to do whatever they want. It's just sickening to me. Uh, it's going to end up ruining collegiate sports, period. You're going to get a lot of casual fans that are turned off because these guys are just running rampant, doing everything. These guys are basically like the kids in Varsity Blues. Just like putting dicks on the glass at the Alana Club. <laughs> and then coach is like, are my boys too much for you to handle? And they're like, no, nah, coach, it's cool. And they let him go. It's fucking bullshit. I, this story is insane to me. I, 
I don't mean to make light of it, but I, I'm, I mean, no, I'm just trying to. Yeah, like, trying to make light of a god awful situation because it's just terrible. I it's really know, awful. I don't have any words for how ridiculous it is that he essentially got off for right six rape. months in jail for raping an unconscious woman is ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. People get worse sentences for DUIs for God's sakes. There's people in Honest prison for longer sentences for carrying a little bit of weed. But that's their second time. <laughs> yeah, and they had a long criminal history. Oh, and I don't want to bring this up too often, but uh, this guy was white. Yeah. And, uh, you don't have to bring it up. I'll yeah. say it. If he was black, he would have been... Fi- first of all, if he was black, we would have heard about this story. Like, I, This was the first time I had heard about the story. Yeah, this afternoon. I didn't hear about it in January when it happened. If he was black, I'm sure it would have been all over the place. And uh, there's no doubt in my mind that he would have gotten... First of all, the prosecutors would have gone for six years. Six years is not That enough. seemed really like... Yeah, yeah. Even, six yeah. years it seems like for raping an unconscious woman. Whatever. Fuck them. Fuck Stanford. Fuck that judge. Fuck the judge. Fuck the CO. Whatever. All right, let's 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 move on. Try to get some better news in here. All right, let's move on to some beer news. A brewery in Washington. They paired up with Warner Brothers, and I'm loving this. They're going <laughs> to brew a Mortal Kombat series of beers. That's that right. Sounds awesome. For all of you who loved pumping coins into the Mortal Kombat machines as kids, there's not going to be a beer. That says, get over here! <laughs> <laughs> They've got some uh, some interesting uh, types. That, so they're going to do a Sub-Zero Imperial IPA. Of course. A Scorpion Imperial Stout. The two faces of the franchise, And yes. a Raiden Imperial Saison. I want a, uh, a Baraka Brew, though. That's <laughs> what I want. A Baraka Brew was a perfect naming opportunity that they dropped the ball on. But I'm just excited. That well, this is, that's all they've released, uh, that they've said so far. So there may be additional beers coming. Well, I'm guessing uh, if the popularity uh, I'm grows, sure if then they'll, up, they'll yeah. try to brew more. So what, what I think we need to do is call up Warner Brothers and call up uh, this uh, brewery in Washington and get them to ship us some Mortal Kombat beer to pump the shit out of it. I'll take a few of them. I just want to, as we're drinking it, I just want to be like, finish him, and then you got to <laughs> chug your beer. <laughs> <and> you're done. <laughs> that's, that's what you have to yell every time you're getting to the end of that beer. Uh, let's stick with more beer news. Uh, so Tin Roof Brewing in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, they are making an officially licensed LSU beer. It'll be good, I guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna come in some camouflage cans. <laughs> it's just gonna be. It's just gonna have a picture of the water boy on it. <laughs> It'll just be Leonard Fournette. <laughs> It's my beer. So I think this opens up the door. I really like this idea because I want other schools to do this. I would love to see like a Notre Dame fighting Irish red ale. That'd be amazing. And I would buy all of it. I would have it everywhere. (laughs) I'm actually surprised this hasn't happened prior to this, to be perfectly honest. When when you sent me this story, I was like, huh, this hasn't happened yet? There hasn't been a... Officially licensed beers somewhere. I mean, I mean, I'm sure it's because not, of the whole like, uh, we, we're a college, we can't. Yeah, promote the fakeness. Drinking. However, if you look in every college arena, you'll see a sign for FanDuel or Draft oh, Kings. Yeah. <laughs> so just that alone tells you there's going to be one of these for every school. So yeah. get ready. You know, if I you went wait. to Podunk U, you're going to have your beer with your name on. That's it. fine. That's I'm drinking. I'm, I'm drinking the Xavier Stout when it comes to Cincinnati. Oh, that'd be great. Shit. The blue blob stout. That's 
sounds fantastic. Makes it through three weekends, but you'll never get to that fourth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one hurts. Oh, good lord. Oh, that got a really laugh hurts. to keep from crying. Oh boy. <laughs> just, somebody, some guy in the airport just brought up uh, Xavier to me when he found out I was going to Cincinnati. Ooh. He was like, "Oh, what'd you think of Xavier's uh, season last year?" I was like, "Let's not talk about that." <laughs> you no know. fucking asshole. Let's talk about all the ones prior. <laughs> it was a great season. though. Oh, what a season! Great. Great. Oh. Anyway, on to the NBA Finals. Uh, after last night, the Warriors have a 1-0 series lead. <laughs> I thought that the series would go six games, and uh, the way things went last night, it could still go six games. Cavs fans, uh, don't don't jump off that bridge just yet. But uh, when uh, Curry and Clay Thompson were held to 20 points combined. That's not going to happen too many times, and uh, the Cavs didn't seize the opportunity to uh, take the lead, so they're looking at a uh, deficit going into game two. Although, I did see today that LeBron James in his career, when he has lost game one, has won nine straight game twos. So there's that. Well, there we could you be go. looking at a ser- even series after game two. I think, I mean, if you think about it, they, the Cavs did exactly what they needed to do, shut down like the two best players. They shut them down. It's just the fact that Golden State's bench went fucking crazy. They're yeah. not going to play that well again. Like that be- There's no way that bench puts up that many points again. Well, if you're Cleveland, you you hope so. Because they only got 10 points off their bench. There's, well, 10 yeah. points. You're not going to win many games against any Likewise, team. Likewise, there's, no way, there's no way the Cleveland bench plays that poorly. I get, That's just Maybe. me being optimistic. <laughs> or, I'm being I optimistic. mean, <laughs> Thompson and Curry aren't going to be held to... You know that kind of output. Well, that's game. true. Yeah, so no, it's kind of a lightning about it. There's a lot of factors that went into this game, and there's reasons to feel good for both sides. But it's only game one, and the, let's be honest, the Warriors were supposed to win game one. Everybody expected them to win game one. I don't. Ex- I don't think that anybody expected it to happen the way it did, though. And if you're a Cleveland fan, it's slightly discouraging, but not the end of the world. Well, it, it's Cleveland fans, so it's 100% the end of the world there. <laughs> Plus, if you're Cleveland, you got the kind of performance you need out of Kevin Love. So, yeah. How, you got many, the how many of those games are you, you held Curry, you held Tubbs. Yeah, a lot of things like, went right for Cleveland, and they still and didn't they win. they still lost by That's a lot. That's disheartening. That's kind so. of brutal. That's kind of brutal. Um, all right, let's let's go to uh, NHL news since uh, we're, we're doing the hockey episode here. So, Stanley Cup, we are into... Uh, Heading into Game 3 tomorrow, Heading right? into Game 3, yeah. We're at uh, 2-0 Penguins, who was my pick to win the Cup. I we both Penguins. picked them to win the Cup. I know. You picked them to win in 5, I picked them to win in 6. I know, and I'm, my prediction's looking pretty good. Yeah, uh, well, they still got 5 more games. <laughs> no, they're only going to have 3 more games. That would make <laughs> you wrong, too. 2 more games. I don't care, it would make me more right. <laughs> That's true. If we're going prices right rules, that's you right. <laughs> you you went under too far under. Uh, game one, Penguins won three to two. Game two, Penguins took a uh, two to one game in in overtime. It was uh, a quick overtime though. Yeah, it was real quick. Yeah, Crosby was just. I mean, he's looked good this this series so far. The dude's just fucking unreal. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. It might just be hearsay, but they're saying that. That final goal, he drew up that play to sort of short pass it to the slot. I just hear And it just banged it in. It's I like, believe it. Yeah, it, it was very clever. You never really see that pass. And it, it was a great reception to, like, get the pass. Yeah. He, I mean, it's just like and he, he perfect shot, you know. But, so it was uh, awesome. That's great. So game three is coming up uh, Saturday. 
So once this airs, it'll already be done. But that'll be the first uh, Stanley Cup game played in San Jose. Woo! So, Good luck with that one, Sharks fans. <laughs> yeah, the, the day before the Warriors may go up 2-0, you might get back in the series. So got that going for we'll you. See. We'll see. Uh, so that's going to do it for the upper deck. Uh, pretty good stories this week, Scott. Yeah, they're pretty solid. I, You know, I'm a little upset in the middle there, but... We did. Other well, than that, we had some good ones. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. News is news. We could have talked about We're not the like ESPN. We're not going to hide it. No. No. We hide it. no. Around Bay gets no run. <laughs> Uh, Alex, who's your pick for the Stanley Cup, man? Who you got winning it? I think the Penguins will, but I think it will be closer than it has been so far. I mean, every game has been pretty close. Um, we are headed back to San Jose. Um, the goaltender in San Jose, Jones, has been standing on his head. He just needs to get a little support. Uh, in game two, San Jose had a lot more chances than you know they put on the scoreboard. So... They'll probably get a couple of those at home. I would expect Pavelski and Thornton to step it up in front of their home crowd and well, that's uh, a great thing take about, game three. About hockey, though, right, is playoff hockey is awesome because it generally goes the distance. And even if it – you rarely see sweeps. But even if you do see sweeps, the games are usually always competitive. There's not many blowouts in hockey, but playoff hockey is just awesome because of that fact. It's Even when you think – a team is down and out. It, it's not like basketball. It, it, we all think that the Warriors, if they go up 2-0, that the series is over. Whereas eh, the Penguins are up 2-0, and nobody's really counting out the Sharks. They're, they're still in it. It's not as a predetermined thing as other sports. That's that's what's great about playoff hockey to me. Absolutely, yeah. Like um, In the playoffs in the NHL, a road win is not as hard to come by as you would find in the NBA. Um, you know, we... Uh, why do you think that is? What, I mean, what's the? You, I feel like in in other sports, like winning on the road is one of the hardest things to do. Whether that's football, baseball, basketball, it's so hard to win on the road. But in the NHL, it seems like it happens way more often. That's is a it good just question. the nature of the game? Like, I I think so. Um, part of it might come down to officiating. You know, there's maybe uh, more influence on officiating in. Uh, the NBA, whereas in NHL, uh, refs more often than not swallow their whistles in the playoffs. So they for home just... and road team, they just yeah 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 pretty That's much. That's the complete opposite of the NBA. Yeah, where the well, NBA I... the the refs are like, I'm going to be fucking famous. <laughs> everything. <laughs> well, but I feel like it's. I don't even think they're trying to be famous necessarily. But even in baseball, I feel like the umps get so amped up at the moment they want to have that big strikeout call that yeah. punch out call <laughs> at first that, right. yeah, Leslie they, Nielsen from Naked Gun call <laughs> yeah they want the big you know super safe call or whatever and you know I think that they love being, the cheer yeah being on the home field influences how they do but you know in hockey maybe they just are you know numb to that or maybe hockey players are just more mentally tough than other sports and they're able to get it done that's possible I mean let's face it you gotta be super mentally tough to play hockey that's a fucking grueling sport. Like, if you look at just the season length and the toll that it takes on these dudes, like, you got to be – not only do you have to be in crazy good shape, but you have to be mentally prepared. How many games do they play a week in the NHL? What's, like, average? In the regular season? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably, like, three, maybe four three in a games, long week. Three or four games a week yeah. playing hockey. Like, we're not talking about fucking baseball – 
where you're sitting standing in the around. dugout for for half the game. <laughs> what, you mean you don't play around. once every five days? Right. <laughs> Maybe get yanked early and call it a day? That's unreal to me that these guys are able to do I mean, that. I've always argued that hockey is the most physically demanding sport of all the sports. You've got the hitting of football. Yeah. You've got the, you know, the endurance of skating up and down the ice, you know, like you do in any other sport as far as running. <laughs> and uh, got that. Sorry. You know, you're trying to uh, do all these things. Hey, shut up! Uh, you're trying to do all these things, and uh, I just feel like hockey players. That's that's a tough sport. That's not a sport that just any old person can play. No, definitely not. Sorry, I'm still laughing about you spilling your beer all over the place. What the fuck did you do to this six pack no before idea. you brought it over here? We're a fucking wreck today. This show is off the rails. That's that's our tagline though. Craft Brew Sports. We're always <laughs> off the fucking rails. <laughs> Crazy train, <laughs> let it get away. <laughs> but Scott, you make a good point though, and that's what I, I can't figure out. We've talked about this when we prepped for the show before, why hockey isn't more popular in the United States. And it just doesn't make sense to me because like you said, it's got the hitting of football, it's got speed, it's got toughness, it's got Dudes with cool beards in the playoffs, like awesome what? beards. What is it that we're as a country? We're like, yeah, we're not, we're not into hockey. I don't get it. I don't understand. It's got everything that Americans really want to see in a sport. What do you think, Alex? Which I think it has a lot to do with uh, people not liking cold weather. I think that's part of it. Um, visibility is obviously part of it. Um, people don't play it growing up. There's not. You know, it's maybe more regional as a kid. Um, but visibility has a lot to do with it. Yeah, I uh, mean, ESPN not renewing with them hurt them a, a lot. A lot more than I think I actually thought when it originally happened because at the time that that deal didn't get re-upped, I was much more into hockey than I am now. That didn't really have anything to do with it. It just so happened that I was at a time in my life where I – you know, living in Toledo near Detroit, it being hockey town, a lot of Red Wings games on. Uh, I just followed it a little bit more. Um, I know part of the reason for that is because I was super into uh, playing hockey video games. And so oh I was able to hey, – NHL, NHL, all of 94? the NHL series. Yeah, the 2K series when Dreamcast first came out was awesome. Um, all those hockey games were super fun. And so when you're playing the games, it's natural that you tune in and see the guys that you're playing with and against and you learn you know, about the sport through that. That was really how I learned it. But um, you know, once they lost that license, I think it hurt it a lot more, like I said, than I thought. And it was just because all of a sudden it went from there being two or three games on – a week on on just ESPN alone to now you're lucky if you get one you know game of the week on NBC that's it I mean if you you have the regional networks or whatever that may show games and that's if they don't get bumped by something else but it's it's hard yeah that happens all the time here in Cincinnati the Blue Jackets will be on Fox Sports Ohio and then they get bumped for the Reds or the Cavs like they're they're hardly ever on TV yeah it's kind of crazy you would think with all this extra exposure and all these extra ways to, to see it that it'd be more prevalent, but it's just not. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm not sure if they've figured out. I wouldn't say any league has really, like, figured out digital, figured out social. I wouldn't say, you know, I think the NBA is probably the best, like, social media-wise, but the NHL, like, I mean, there's a huge opportunity to reach people even without a 
you know, major national television deal. The younger generation that's growing up isn't going to be watching uh, and paying for cable. So everybody's going to have to figure this out at some point. You might as well be the first to attempt it. That's a good point. With so many people, like, cutting the cord and doing nothing but Netflix and Hulu and stuff, if you can work out an agreement with one of those streaming services to put all of your games on that service, you could fucking really capitalize. Oh, yeah. Well, and... Thinking of you saying that, let's be honest, Gary Bettman's a complete moron as far as uh, commissioners go. I think that whoever the next commissioner is, that's going to be a huge focus of his, is expanding the game and doing things to make it appeal to broader. I I think Bettman's too old school when it comes to that sort of stuff and sort of stuck in his ways, and he's not really caring as much about getting more people involved. It's kind of like, well, here's hockey, this is how it is, and... You know, this is how I'm presented. It's kind of like Bud Selig. Well, this is baseball, and this is how it is, and, you know, you take it or leave it. But I think that the next person that's in that seat is going to be the one who says, all right, I've seen how it was done before. I know we have a great game here. We've got a great thing going. But there's some things we can do to push it better onto a new generation and to get more people involved with it. Yeah, I think when you work in the sport, you probably lose sight of maybe – the outsider's perspective and the people that you're not reaching that really aren't interested. So you're just so engrossed in like being in it that you, you probably find it hard to believe somebody doesn't like it because every minute of every, of every day you're spending thinking about it. Yeah. That's, I wholeheartedly agree. Cause every time somebody's like, I haven't listened to the podcast. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> right. Podcast is great, shit. man. This podcast is great. You, you fucking suck, man. We're getting retweeted <laughs> all over the globe. Where have you been? Sucker? We are, man. That tweet about the Oregon Ducks softball team has taken on a life of its own. We're blowing up, y'all. We've gotten two Go extra check our Twitter page. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, staying on topic. Alex, uh, what do you think about uh, expansion and hockey? Because there's talks of it happening again. And I know we've talked about it in the past, you know, when we were watching hockey back in the day and just in room and sports in general. What, what do you think expansion has done to uh, the game itself? I hate it in every sport. I absolutely hate it. <laughs> More is not better, people. Hashtag blunt takes. <laughs> More is simply not better. Um, yeah, like the more teams, the greater delusion of talent the less interesting the games are. That's pretty much how I would uh, break it down for anybody. Pretty simple. You know, the, the fewer teams, the more stars you're going to have on every team, the better the quality of the games. Um, you know, it's like when you exp- – same as expanding the season. Like people are uh, – we don't have that kind of time anymore, I guess is what I'm saying. But if that uh, – so if that's the, the take here is – more expansion is bad for the sport because it, it dilutes things and waters things down. If we're talking about people not getting into hockey because they don't have access to it as much, like, it, you know, I'm, I'm from Northeast Ohio where we didn't have any ice rinks, we didn't have a hockey team nearby, there wasn't anything really that, that I could follow. So wouldn't it help to, like, uh, you know, expand a little bit and then be able to have these people be exposed to these teams. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there needs to be some sort of balance. There has to be some sort of expansion. Yeah. I, th- I hear what you're saying. I don't think the problem is that hockey isn't big regionally, but I think there is a lack of a national draw. So on TV, 
So you're the like just the drama of your season isn't going to be as great with the more teams that you have. No, I get that. I understand. I think I'm just coming from the perspective of if we're trying to get as many fans into the sport as possible, we should put the sport in as many places as we can yeah. so that people have the opportunity to go to a game. Because let's face it, hockey is one of those sports that when you see it live, you are hooked. Like yeah. It is so much more fun to watch it live than it is to watch it on TV. So if, you're, if you don't have to travel four or five hours to see the closest team play – you're more likely to to go to a game, check it out, enjoy it, and get hooked on the sport. Yeah. But I disagree, though, only because they tried that with Atlanta. They tried it with Phoenix, and they had to move both of those teams. They're just not hockey cities. They're just not hockey areas. Those are hot parts of the country where, you know, people didn't grow up watching hockey. People don't have access to hockey in those areas. And so why move to places like that? They're talking about expanding to a team to Las Vegas. And Las Vegas seems to be the hot city for all of us. And everybody to Las Vegas. Everybody <laughs> wants to have a team in Las Vegas. But how sustainable is a hockey team in Las Vegas, honestly? It doesn't really make much sense. I understand expanding to different places because one of the other places they were mentioning was Quebec City. That's fine. I mean, I'm all for expanding to places where it makes sense to, but just expanding for the sake of expanding and trying to get teams in places there. I mean, sure, teams in Florida are doing all right, but for the most part, warm weather cities, eight six them as far as having hockey. Teams. I don't see. I don't think that's the case. Here's the problem. I don't think they're giving it enough time. And I understand, like, it's a business and you got to make money. And if they're not bringing in the fans, it's not worth it, and cut it and get rid of it. But you got to give it time. We, I asked this question on Facebook about why we don't think hockey – or why hockey isn't that popular in the United States. And uh, Scott from Detroit said that uh, sports are nostalgic and historic, which is 100% true. You know, we follow the sports that we were raised watching. If your parents watched a sport – like my dad was a Notre Dame fan. That's why I became a Notre Dame fan. So he said if you aren't raised as a fan of a sport, find it a lot harder to get into that sport. So if that's the case, we need to let these areas that aren't considered hockey areas grow up becoming hockey areas. Because, yeah, you're, you may not have me as a fan right now, but my son coming up may become a fan because it's in the, this area and he's able to watch it and see it. So, yeah, it may not work in Phoenix right now, but down the road it could end up being a good hockey town because they're exposed to hockey growing up. So it almost becomes this thing of how long do you wait before you finally cut the tie on it. Yeah. I mean... The, you, can, you can say I'm wrong. That's fine. You can say no, I'm no, wrong. No, no, no. The, the, the marketer in me totally believes it. But the diehard hockey fan from the Northeast absolutely despises... You're like, fuck you, Phoenix. <laughs> absolutely despises warm-weather hockey cities. Yeah, I, I think so, it's stupid for the most part. I know that San Jose is a warm-weather city, and here they are in the finals, but it's... They, I mean... They've been around for 20-plus years now, and they've had good teams. They, this is maybe not even the best team they've had. They've had some really, really good teams um, that just kind of fizzle out in the playoffs. This is the first time they've made it. Atlanta, I want to say, was there for more than 10 years. Just The games were always empty. Now, Atlanta's a transplant city, and every time I watch Buffalo play there, it was only Buffalo people there. It was <laughs> it was depressing. It was really depressing to look and see the people there. But I I mean I agree that you have to go to the games and you you know to really love it. And I, that 
the guy's point from Detroit, I totally agree. But I also think that part of uh, con- compelling sports is compelling on TV, and you're going to reach more people through TV than you will. You're you're 100 yeah. percent right. I I agree wholeheartedly on that. It's all about the TV deals you can get and what's being shown. Um, well, because now it, even if I'm going to tune into a hockey game, if it's not a you know playoff game or finals game, what game am I most likely to tune into? One of the heavily marketed and I think exciting like outdoor games. Those oh, those yeah, for me, classics? yeah, those are, those are great. awesome because it's hockey played outside and it's yeah. an extra element to the game. I mean, is it a gimmick? Sure, but it it works because it's. You know, hockey outdoors. Do you think they ever expand outdoors. that more than just New Year's Day? Do you think they? Oh, I th- I think they already have. I was going to say mean, I they, think have. they have expanded. They, they it have that, yeah. stadium series. At the, to be honest, I think they've expanded it too much. But that's just the <laughs> hater in me. <laughs> There's Alex with yeah, that fucking expansion. You talk about expansion again, motherfuckers. I'm walking off this podcast. <laughs> Back in my day, we had one outdoor game and we loved it. <laughs> well, to be honest, the outdoor game is. It's a great scene, and it, it's amazing. It's a, it's a wonderful thing for the fans. But, and I've never been there, and believe me, I would love to go. But I think those games are painful to either watch. Um, I mean, there's extra stoppages. There's extra time in between to, you know, cure the ice and do all this stuff. So, I mean. That's probably why they it's not how many yeah, do, you can, obviously. It, it's, it's way more of an exhibition than it probably should be if you're a player. Um, but Yeah, I wonder what the players, how they feel. I mean, I've always heard them say positive things. I haven't heard any yeah. of them come out and rail against it. But I wonder off camera if I they think would they say, I was going to say if they would say it's more of a pain in the ass than it's worth yeah. in the end. I, I think they enjoy the experience of it for sure. But for like counting, counting it as against their record, I'm not sure that they love that part. Hmm. Interesting. I, I yeah I think that's a cool thing to do and um, you know especially if you're the sport that's trying to make a name for yourself and trying to build up a fan base I think that's a cool yeah. way to do it like Scott you said it's gimmicky and I, I I would agree it is gimmicky but when you're number four in the major sports you got to pull some shit to try oh to I'm to, not knocking them for yeah. it I, I mean it's but it's a great you're, gimmick it's, you're it's, the sprint of the, uh, the, of the sports well, it's the, world it's the lowest bills in half. it's the lowest of all the gimmicks though right I mean to me it's better I think it's less of a gimmick and it's a better thing for the sport itself than playing college basketball on a helicarrier or whatever kind of bullshit yeah, they're trying to do with that I mean that's that's a total gimmick like that serves no purpose other than to say hey look we're playing on a, a ship <laughs> so I mean it's it's better than that but it's it's something to watch it, it interests me. I, I enjoy watching it. But I enjoy watching hockey on TV in general. I think of the four major sports, visually, HD-wise especially, it's one of the prettiest sports to watch. It was yeah. made for TV, for Christ. It's definitely helped with HD. I know people complain like they can't follow the action in hockey. I think it's just Morons. Because, yeah, they just don't watch it enough to really understand where everything's at. Because they even tried to address that, and that was a fucking disaster with the blue line. That was ridiculous. <laughs> you know what? You talk about gimmicks, and then you always bring up the worst one. <laughs> right. oh, you can never God. live down the worst that gimmick was, ever. I mean, it was it was terrible. Like to just that was the red dog the, of but, gimmicks <laughs> in sports. Just terrible. I will give the NHL credit. They will try. They will try things. 
um, you know, the three on three overtime, the like all star game captains picking, which seems to be like the new yeah. the new norm. Well, and like, they're willing to try shit. I was gonna so say they're like, much less resistant to change than I feel like the other sports are. The other sports, well, now I guess now the because NFL, they're number four, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, the NFL <laughs> seems like they'll they'll do anything on a whim. They don't they don't care. But you know, baseball, they're really stuck in their ways. It takes like movement of congress to get a sport a, a rule or thing changed <laughs> in baseball but at least hockey yeah i, I agree they do actually they're trying if yeah you're doing everything they can you want you want change in baseball just tie an all-star game <laughs> <laughs> that's what it takes though something extreme something stupid but man nothing's better than live hockey either i agree live hockey is fantastic i went to my first game just a couple of years ago with alex and uh up in columbus for a blue jackets and sabers game and it was my first nhl experience i'd been to um plenty of minor league hockey games with the uh, cyclones and whatnot but it was awesome the experience was amazing it seems like it i would love to catch a game live i'm i've not seen any nhl games i've gone to plenty of cyclones games but i would love to see an nhl game live because it i mean even watching it it's it's super exciting it seems like everybody there is just fucking into it like you go to a baseball game and they're showing the the sorority girls like taking oh selfies and shit not paying attention to the game but <laughs> oh it feels like if God. they were doing that in a hockey game people around would people be like would put throw your them. fucking phone down put with people would throw they would take them, them to task yeah <laughs> yeah for like, sure the hockey fans just seem so into it and i think that's that adds to the experience that it's that cool of a sport that people are that into it. you know what i mean there's a there's definitely a different level of intensity among hockey players than there is in the other sports. And that's the thing I think that really draws me the most to it now is, you know, now sometimes these guys are all buddies. They're hanging out. They're having a good time before the game. They're dancing in the pregame, doing all this shit. <laughs> Hard to dance and on skates, just, folks. And then, you know what? In hockey, it's just like, yeah, I don't like that guy. And yeah. I'm, I'm going to put him through the glass. Well, the there's only something thing about will, that I really enjoy. Yeah, the only thing I will say about more recent hockey is that they have kind of gotten away from those enforcers. I did like the enforcers in the uh, mid-'90s that were around. Don't get me started. The, the prongers of the world. I enjoyed watching was, those. Pronger games. was like – he's a real player. I wouldn't, you couldn't call no? him. He, I thought he was I – mean, like, I mean, tough, he wasn't strictly an enforcer. But he, but. I mean, he was a very talented defenseman. So, like, an enforcer is basically a guy that does nothing else. Yeah, that's know? true. The, the old goons. Yeah, John, John Scott, who I enjoy. I'm not going to lie. I yeah, enjoy I John Scott. I love that guy that's just in there, and you just know he's there to protect the star player, and he's just going to whoop ass. How, again, how is this not more popular in America that there was I don't a know. point in time where there were guys designated, their whole role was just go out and fuck people up? You would well, think we as sports fans would be like, yeah, I'm fucking buying that. I'm on board. I'm consuming the shit out of that. <laughs> there's some. There's some, like next level insanity with some of these enforcers where they're just like god i forget who it is it's punch he he punches a guy in the back of the neck and it's like <laughs> you know you can't go there but the guys that will square up one-on-one fight it out it's like and what's really gone from hockey is the like five on five six on six just absolute melees oh yeah like, oh, you never see that oh man right? those, like, those red no. wings avalanche games that was part of when i was into hockey those two would go at it and you had the goalies <laughs> throwing down that <laughs> that shit was awesome there's, that was the best there's nothing like being in an arena where you've just had 
six guys on the ice fighting, or you've had like guys leaving the bench, and you know they're taking like twenty minutes to you know uh, organize the penalty minutes, and they, you know there's there's twelve <laughs> Not guys at replay. There's twelve guys looking you know in a six foot box. It's like yeah, I mean it. Watching it. watching Patrick Waugh and Chris Osgood meet out at center ice after taking off all their hockey gear, all their goalie gear, and then sitting there punching each other's throats. There's nothing better than that. I love that. Regular fights are fun, but goalie fights are the best. <laughs> Maybe that's it's, how we get Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather to fight. We put, put them in goalie put gear. Them in goalie gear. <laughs> <laughs> that's about the only way we're going to see that. Fight. All right. Well, we asked on Facebook. Um, you know why hockey is a more popular. We got some some good answers. I want to talk about a couple of these. Um, so Mark Shalafu, uh, local comedian here in Cincinnati, super funny dude. He said it's much better live. We all agree with that. He said one thing that kind of uh, makes it a little interesting to me. He said it's expensive for kids to play. So I didn't have youth hockey growing up. Alex, you did. Is it? Do the kids have to buy their own shit in order to play hockey? Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, it's definitely the most expensive of all the sports. I would, I, I mean, unless I'm like missing golf or something, but definitely the most expensive of these sports. It's restrictive, really, not just with money, but time. Like, you, it's hard to get ice time, you know, in a kid's life. So he's got to wake up at, you know, four or five in the morning to go practice before school a lot of times because there's not after school. So, it's definitely um, it's definitely a, a different lifestyle for a kid that that loves it. That's Very unreal. It, it, I just don't yeah. get that. Like, we're and whose parents are going to do that? Yeah, like I yeah, I'll get that. up at five in the morning for to watch some skater. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I yeah, that's crazy to me. Like I, I mean, I I played pee wee football and they let us use helmets and shoulder pads and. Gave us, you know, all the padding that we needed. That's crazy to me that these kids have to go buy this stuff on their own in order to play in a junior hockey league. Like, that's they, wild. They might get – I mean, some of it might be provided. Obviously, a uniform would be. But, right. <laughs> uh, maybe a helmet, but your gloves, your stick, you know, pucks, bag, uh, shorts, None of which is socks. Cheap, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. it adds up, definitely. And if you want to talk about a goalie, if you're a goalie – it gets way more expensive. So, well, I'd so imagine wild. those super awesome custom helmets are not cheap either. <laughs> right? That's another thing I love about goalies, those custom helmets. Those are some bad, goalies do have some badass helmets. They are. They're awesome. But they're the only ones that should be wearing that. I hate when catchers in baseball wear the helmets that are like a goalie Oh, the goalie helmet. Cal- I get yeah. so pissed those off are about terrible. that. That save that. There's a reason they're called goalie yeah. masks. Yeah, fucking assholes. Put a batting <laughs> helmet on backwards and wear a mask like a man. <laughs> <laughs> rain it back in. Rain Sorry. it back in. Yeah. <laughs> I get, I'm getting pissed this episode. Uh, Andrew, who is uh, he's actually a local beer snob, uh, writes quite a few articles about beer. He said that uh, hockey isn't popular because people don't grasp the rules. I get if you're not watching the sports, you're not going to understand the rules that much. I don't, I don't know football's rules anymore. I, I still feel watch. like hockey isn't as complicated. <laughs> no, as people, people make, make hockey a lot more complicated. Too, yeah. I, I will say the only thing that I still get kind of lost on, and I'm, I've gotten better at it over the years, is the offside rules. I, yeah, That always confuses me, but I, I, I figured it out as time went on. And the more you watch it, it's just like anything else. Yeah. The more you understand what it is. But it, it, there are still times when I'm like, wait a minute, why the hell is 
that offsides. Right. It's it's a little confusing, but if I think if you watch a game, you'll understand what offsides is. Like at that point, you'll be like, oh, okay, I get it. I got okay, it. well, make yeah. me sound like an asshole. If I said it took me a while. <laughs> Whatever. I just assumed you meant a while during the game. That's all. <laughs> I was. Whatever, bro. Right. <laughs> uh, Andrew also said, like soccer, there isn't much scoring, which I take issue with this point when people bring this up about hockey. When they say there's not enough scoring in hockey, I, I don't get that at all. Like a hockey game could end 2-1 to one and people are like, there's not enough scoring. But a football game will end 14-7 to seven and people are fine with it. All it is is multiplied by seven. Are we that fucking stupid that we can't? Yes. We can't? Uh, the simple answer is yes. Right. I think it, there's actually less action in football with all the time stoppages oh, than oh. there is in hockey. Uh, it, that's a lazy excuse at this point. I mean, they've tried to change the rules so that there's more scoring. I. To me, hockey is one of those sports that it needs to be more low scoring to make it enjoy. I don't want to go to a hockey game that's eight to nine. That's not a good played game. You know, I, I'm fine if you got a three to two or whatever. But hockey to me is supposed to be low scoring. It's a technical game. I think when I hear people say low scoring, it it doesn't mean to me like the final numbers are low. I think they're referring to the percentage of goals is low. And, I, I mean, they're right. There's a lot of shots on goal that don't go in, and it's frustrating to watch people shoot and shoot and shoot and nothing falls. It's like watching a junior high girls basketball team. You're just like, <laughs> fucking put it in already. God damn it. So, so maybe that's what they mean by low scoring. It's not so much that the final output is low. It's that it's frustrating to watch people take all these shots that don't go in. Yeah, but in soccer, they don't take anywhere near the number of shots and it's the same score. Well, it's the most popular score in the world. Yeah, it's like, uh. But soccer, it's frustrating because it's like, oh, we're starting to get to, oh, okay, we lost the ball. <laughs> oh, wait, it's going, oh, we lost it again. God damn it. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I, I mean, I have a hard time buying this low scoring. I mean, certain games are. It's it's not supposed to be like an absolute shootout. But, right. Uh, but, it, it, I mean, it should be a little hard to get the puck in the goal. Um. But your point about football is like dead on. Like, it's it's the same. Thing. It's about the same. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing. Uh, Jeremy says that hockey's boring, and that's coming from a NASCAR fan. So there you go. Take that for what it's worth. <laughs> uh, hey guys, put them on blast. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You watch NASCAR, your your opinions are relevant. Thanks. Uh, Brandon Boyle, friend of the show. Uh, my old roommate says it's harder for the casual fans to follow. He also says, and this is a good point, and I haven't heard anybody bring this up before, and I like this one a lot. The constant line changes mean you never know who's on the ice at any given time, and that means it's harder for individual stars to shine. I would absolutely agree. I would agree with that, yeah. Um, one of the things I think they don't do as opposed to like basketball where it's like who's in the finals lebron and steph like everybody knows they're front and center everywhere you go whereas in hockey it is a little bit like oh is he on the ice is he off did he you know there's a lot more nuance to it yeah than in basketball where it's just like eh, blow the horn he comes in he goes out it's like it's faster it's you know there's just way more fluid yeah, it's a lot harder to keep track of all of it. Yeah, which uh, I guess that's right. I mean, I know in football, like if you got a high high octane offense that's running the no huddle and people are moving in and out, 
it's still a lot easier because you know kind of who's coming in. It's only like certain positions that are changing that fast. But with hockey, well, it feels they, like they have a structured position though too. Yeah, and you have it's body like, types in basketball that you can kind of see, whereas in hockey. It's not as generic as football where you're like, all right, well, I can't really tell an offensive he's line. He's tall and something. skinny, so he's yeah. a wide out. <laughs> yeah, and hockey, they kind of all look the same when you're when you're talking about size and wearing the uniform. It, it's it's not as easy to discern guys just by looking at but, a body type. I mean, if you watch the game, you can you understand sort of the positioning, where they are, where they're going to be, and yeah, you you know. I mean, and plus, the numbers on the uniform are huge. So it doesn't take that hard or that long to commit numbers to, you know, who's on, who's off. I will say I figure out who's on the ice quicker than I did the offside rules. (laughs) It's a lot easier to tell that than the outside rules, you son of a bitch. If it's, I mean. Takes less than a game to figure that shit out. It's easy if it's your team, but like, it's not, you know, it's, it's all right. You, you figure it out. Just it's watch a little. Yeah, brain. it's just like anything. You really gotta just keep watching in order to, to get into it. Yeah. Um, let's see who else do we have here. A lot of people say it's just a regional thing. Like we're maybe we're just kind of jaded because we live in Cincinnati and it's not popular here. But there's you know cities obviously where that is the sport. Uh, John from Detroit said he he doesn't know why he he thinks that it's a great sport and everybody watches it. So he's 100% on board with hockey and doesn't know what I'm talking about when I say that <laughs> it's not popular. I, I will say that when I moved to Ohio, I thought way more people watched it than they do. I really – I was like – we moved into crazy. the dorms. I was like, oh, who's your hockey team? And people are like, uh, I don't got one. <laughs> Yeah, I think it is a, a regional thing. If you're, if you grow up watching it, I think that's what it all comes back to. Is if you grow up watching it, if you grow up playing it, you're more than likely to be a fan of it now and watch it now than than those of us that didn't have exposure to it as a kid. Yeah. Okay, but here's another factor. So this week, Gary Bettman also said that uh, due to politics and whatnot with the Olympics, that this summer they're going to discuss it. And it's likely that the NHL players won't be any longer playing in the Olympics because the IOC wants the NHL to pay for the travel and the insurance. And the NHL is like, why the hell would we do that? Because you disrupt our season and we're doing you a favor by having the star power. And basically it's to the point where you know the NHL is saying, Meh, well, fine, we just won't disrupt our season and we won't send over the players anymore. Uh, but... Alex, I'll open the question to you first. Do you think that helps or hurts hockey by not having uh, the faces of the game in the Olympics? Well, it's going to take them off NBC for two weeks. There's definitely that, or a month, or however long the Olympics are. I'm not an Olympic man myself, so in my mind, it's no love loss, but I can see to the average fan how not having NHLers would be a real detriment to them watching and enjoying just the game itself. And I think the NHL is going to run into a lot of problems with players wanting to go. You're definitely going to have that. There's a lot of international competition in hockey. It's not just the Olympics that people know about. A lot of major players represent their countries all year long. So it's going to be a – that's a sticky issue, but 
for me, I don't mind it. I I think the International Olympic Committee is probably one of the biggest bullies on the block. So <laughs> so I, I, I really don't mind somebody saying, you know what, enough's enough. Yeah, I see it from both angles. It's Overall, I, I don't like it. I don't like the idea that they're going to pull away. But here's where I understand it from the NHL standpoint is it does put a hold on the season. And for every four years, for them to have to readjust everything and you just basically just stop playing hockey for however long it goes – it's kind of weird. I couldn't imagine any other sport just saying, oh, no, don't worry about it. You can have our players, and we'll just sit here with our dicks in our hands for the next two months and put everything we got going on so that you can have the Olympics and do your thing, which we don't benefit from at all. I totally get it from the NHL standpoint. The other side is the you know where I am as a hockey fan is I love watching the players – from the NHL in the Olympics. And now that you've given me the players from the NHL in the Olympics – I can't say that I'm going to sit there and watch guys that I don't know or that I know aren't the ones that play in the NHL anymore than I would before. I just I can't say that. I, I, I honestly can say that I would probably be less inclined to watch it, even though I love U.S. competitions and like to support USA teams in any event there is. I'm less likely to watch it because it isn't guys that I know. You say that, but there's an older generation that – grew up without NHL players. And to them, the 1980 U.S. men's hockey team are the biggest heroes in the world to them. So oh, I get that. I mean, they're still remembered like it's, you but know. But I guess it's, like, it's one of those things where if you give me Coke, and I have Coke the entire, my entire life, and then you try to give me RC and tell me, oh, well, here's a Coke. That's, that's not Coke. That's that's RC. It's it, it's the knockoff version. There's an original and then there's other. Yeah, if I didn't know anything better than just the amateurs all this time, then fine. Yeah, that's It wouldn't be – I wouldn't know any better. But once I know the pros and have gotten used to the pros being there, it's just like with basketball. I can safely say if they said, eh, NBA players aren't going to be – I'm not watching it. I don't give a shit about watching just your average guys play. Yeah. It's I mean, fun to watch still gonna be... Team USA kick the shit out of the rest of the world. But it's also fun to watch our hockey team, while I'm not as dominant, have guys that I know play in the NHL. I mean, it's the yeah. best we have to offer, whether or not they're amateurs, according to, you know, getting paid. I, I think they're still going to find elite-level talent. I don't. I don't. There's no doubt think, about that. You know, it's just not NHL talent. That's. I mean, and maybe yet. they'll be. Yes. I was gonna say maybe they will be, yeah. or a lot of them probably are going to be. But knowing that they aren't currently, like this last Olympics was awesome. Remember when TJ Oshie scored all those uh, goals? And, that's a and, terrible. That's a terrible Olympic rule, by the way. You can just send the same shooter up there. Yeah. Well, what guess what? Awful, though I still remember. Great. I still remember his awesome. name because yeah. of that. And whenever I see him it's playing, true. I'm like. Olympic hero right there, and that's what the Olympics did. It made a household name out of a guy that I otherwise wouldn't know. I knew Patrick Kane. You know, I, he's one of the faces of the NHL. But other guys like that, TJ Oshie to me became a USA hero because he played on that team. Now, not having that opportunity, eh. It's just going to be guys that maybe I'll see play in the NHL someday, but because they're not – it makes me less likely to look for them later. So two points to bring up on that. You mentioned that the NHL shouldn't necessarily cave to this because they don't get anything out of it, which I get. I understand that point. They have to put their season on hold, uh, all that stuff. But isn't there a little bit of a halo effect of like people watching 
Olympic hockey, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, maybe I will catch that hockey game. I just saw TJ Oshie do all this shit. Maybe I will tune in and see what's That's going on. That's me. So there is, they do get something out of it then. They do get at least maybe one or two fans that tune in <laughs> some more. Well, yeah, but it's not long-lasting because I, I say that, and I watch those games immediately hey. after, but I eventually and then fall you fade off. off. Yeah, right, I mean, I do. Fair. And I, I, I still will always remember TJ Oshie's name because of that, but it isn't a long-lasting effect. So I can understand why they'd be like, well, he, he, just a casual guy. It's not like he was going to all of a sudden start buying merchandise and really get into it. He comes in for a couple weeks, watches a couple of outdoor <laughs> classics, and then he's back out. <laughs> That's me. I have a pop quiz, Scott. Who does TJ Oshie play for right now? Currently, I have no idea. <laughs> All right, that, That's the thing. And at the time of the Olympics, game. did he play for the Blues? That's correct. Ah! But at that point, right. yes. he's, he's no longer a Blue. Yeah, I was, I was just going to say, I did know that he was no longer a Blue because I remember – he, I remember hearing something about him being on another team. And I was like, oh, he doesn't play for the Blues anymore. But I couldn't tell you where he's gone since then. So I, where does he play? It's the Washington Capitals. Oh, oh wow. Cap- All right. Just did not know that. I did hear his name at some point during these playoffs, but I couldn't <laughs> have told you who the team was. Well, so the other thing you mentioned was uh, – or actually, I think it was Alex you mentioned that they're not going to be on NBC for a few weeks because of the Olympics. So is there a chance – Is there a chance, though, because – Obviously, the NHL has a deal with NBC and the NBC Sports Network, and that's all going to be tied up in the Olympics. So do you think there's a chance that NBC puts some pressure on the NHL to be like, hey, you got to fucking have these guys in the Olympics because we need some of these, you know, we need this boost as well since we're carrying the Olympics. NBC is your ombudsman in this whole situation. (laughs) (laughs) They are the ones that are going to bring the two to the table. For real. Like, you just hit it right there. Like, who else is going to do it? Like, they're the only ones to have anything to gain out of this. And they could... It's got to. They can lose. Too. They like, want the NHL guys. They right. need those like, guys there. They need those guys. There. They they absolutely need them there because the Winter Olympics, for as you know, as big and of grand of a stage as this is, like that's about the. There's not a lot of watches. sports that you're yeah. watching yeah. on yeah. the Winter Olympics, right? No. Yeah, you're watching that, Some and you're curling. watching like the luge. You're watching the luge, hoping somebody dies. Like, that's <laughs> really all it is, right? Like, skeleton run. You're like, is somebody going to die this time? <laughs> nope. All right. Well, Let's see well, and I think because of, waste of a day. because of cool runnings, you might turn into a couple of bobsledding <laughs> races. Yeah. But that loses its luster quick. It, you know, after like, one minute. It's like, oh, God it all it. looks fast. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. Like, oh, what's the big deal? They're like, oh, you really turned on that one. It's like, yeah, <laughs> the, okay. That's There's also a Jamaican bobs. That seems so who cares. <laughs> that wasn't a thing. Well, no, whatever. <laughs> Mighty Ducks and Cool Runnings references right now. Oh my god! And you're gonna have a hockey show. You're gonna (laughs) reference the winter sports. (laughs) Yeah, I just think I feel like uh, the NHL is gonna be the one that, or I'm sorry, NBC is gonna be the one that puts the pressure on NHL to let those guys play because I can't see the NBC sports networks. There, the hockey's going to be on hold basically anyways because you're not going to be able to see it. That's your bargaining chip. Like They're going to put the games on NHL Network, which nobody has. Like, right. You know, it's it's going to be I'm – I'm not even sure how long the Olympics are. What, two and a half weeks? Something, something like, that. like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, but, it's about a month from start to finish with uh, how long I think hockey's on hold. 
Because that's when they have their break. And if you're yeah, Gary Bettman, you're probably like, well, it's the middle of the regular season. Not a lot of people are watching anyway. So you could probably just <laughs> skip those games and just be like, sim, yeah, it's just a short. Sim- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody hit the sim button. You guys lost five games in the last week. Just so you know, we sim the game. <laughs> what the fuck? Holy shit. That'd be the best. That would make me watch hockey more. <laughs> All the players run to the newspaper each day to see or they log online because nobody reads newspapers anymore. Like, oh, we lost five games last week. What the hell? We wouldn't have lost that game if we played it. That's bullshit. Oh, shit. So speaking of Sim, this is a little off track, but whatever. Yeah, um, this, you're at the right show. spot. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, Lil Wayne and Birdman. Uh, they make ten thousand dollar bets on uh, simulated games. Jesus, are you kidding me? I'm not even fucking joking. Where did you hear that from? Uh, some podcast. I Wait, don't know. hold on. And it, like simulated, I'm guessing like basketball. Madden? No, games, I know it was Madden, Madden games, just games? like video you know, games. It's funny that you mentioned that because they bet earlier that, this week then, I read a headline somewhere that said, and it must have been EA that said. We don't endorse you betting on Madden <laughs> games because there's simulations. Like it's not, there's no science to it. And that's so it. yeah, that's weird that you brought that up. That's how you know you have way too much way fucking too money. Much money. To oh my god, to be able to do that, just be like, all right, well, let's just let let it ride. Let's let's let fate decide what happens here. Wow. And on that note, I think it's time we move to Consume It or Can It. All right. That sounds like a plan to me. Let's Consume It or Can It. So let's start off with a beer. Blanche de Chambly. Unibrow. <laughs> Unibrow Brewing. Scott, you going to Consume It or Can It? I am consuming the shit out of this beer. This has got to be one of Canadians' finest exports. <laughs> That's right. You heard me. Canadian. Their finest exports. <laughs> Delicious beer. No, seriously. It uh, it tasted good from start to finish. Even a little warm, shockingly enough. Uh, I'm consuming the shit out of this beer. Great wheat beer. Summertime beer. Don't think anything of the wintertime when you drink this beer because it is a wheat ale all the way. I'm consuming. Consuming. Alex, what are you going to do? Are you going to consume or can they? Uh, warm or cold on this Friday night? Recording on a Friday. <laughs> I'm consuming it. Consuming it. So. All right, I um, I'm gonna buck the trend, fellas. I think I'm gonna can this beer. I uh, I've had it before. I, it <laughs> was all right. It was good, but I I don't know. It was something about this time. Maybe it was the temperature. Um, I'm also not a wheat beer fan, so that probably plays into it. A bit. Uh, I like darker, heavier beers. I think if you like, if you're <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> yeah, what? Uh, we're gonna Mike, Mike looks like some darker and heavier folks. We're gonna edit that, that out in post. No, we're not editing that out because it's funny because I like the lighter beers, the lighter, less dark beers. You know, it's a thing. I yeah, I mean it was. It's an alright beer. I think if you want uh, something lighter, you know, closer to the the regulars, go for that one. But for me, it's not it's not my taste. So. It's saying a basic bitch beer, so don't try to spin it. Into I'm not saying it's a basic bitch beer. I'm just saying <laughs> okay, it's five like percent. No, it's it's five percent. It's it's lighter. This beer's good. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> I got to it's say it's a little it. like somebody it's mixed a summer three. shandy and a Budweiser. <laughs> eh. 
I, I just love it's all right. <laughs> I love that for four episodes it's been me and you like agreeing on everything and the one time we disagree you're like fuck him <laughs> fuck that piece of shit no this is a good beer no I alright fine, fine no I'm still canning it I'm still gonna can it alright so two consumes in a can yeah. moving on moving on so let's talk about hockey uh Let's uh, consume it or can it. Do you think hockey will ever be one of the major sports in the United States? Well, it kind of already is. I'm going to say, no, let's bump, let's change that. It's going to be, it's going to overcome one of the other top three sports. So you got football, baseball, basketball, hockey. Do you consume or can the idea that hockey moves up in, in uh, out of number four? Let's let Alex tackle this one first. Go ahead, Alex. Mm, you know what? I don't think so. I think they're kind of staying right where they are. The hockey fan is canning it. <laughs> I'm canning that, yeah. I wow. mean, in a short spurt, yes. They might they might catch a little fire for a month or two, but I really don't think that they are going to be, you know, on top of football or basketball. Uh, I mean, baseball might slide, but... Beyond that, I'm, I don't know. I have a hard time seeing it. All right. Scott, what do you think? Yeah, I I hate to agree with Alex. And he's right, though. If they were going to catch anything, it'd be baseball. Because that's the one that's you know, right in front of it. It's slipping the fastest, I guess you could say. Uh, but hockey has a lot going against it. And it's just... It's just tough to move up past one of the other ones. And unless unless there's some way they can get back on a good TV deal, I mean, that's really the sticking point. That's where you'd have to start. If they get a good TV deal, then they could start to move forward. But as long as they're where they are with the TV deal, it kind of is what it is. So you're kind of stuck. Yeah, I think we'll go triple can on this one because I think the same thing. I think the only way hockey moves up, and I wouldn't say it never moves up, but the only way it moves up is if one of the other sports moves down. So if there's something major that happens in baseball where people are just like, fuck baseball, I'm done, that's the only way hockey is really going to move up in the ranks. I think yes. nothing major happens in baseball, and that's why it's sliding. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if the steroid era didn't make people say, that's fuck baseball, point. I'm done, or the strikes in 94, well, here we are. That's a fair point. All right, last, uh, last consume it or can it before the end of the episode. Uh, consume it or can it. Hockey is an extremely underrated sport. You start that off, bro. I'm going to start off. I will consume that. I think hockey is extremely underrated. Uh, we talked a lot about why hockey should be more popular in the United States. I think it's a, a fantastic sport to watch. I think more people should give it a shot. And I include myself in that. Like I'm not, I'm not immune to that. I feel like I need to give it more of a chance. So I would consume the idea that hockey is underrated and should be uh, more mainstream. I absolutely consume this, and I feel like I'm a hockey fan uh, like the Easter and Christmas Catholics are that go to church. They only, watch, <laughs> they only go to church on the holidays. Well, I only you know consume hockey on the outdoor classics or in the playoffs <laughs> or in the finals, and that's kind of shitty of me because hockey's a great sport. I have fun when I watch it. Uh, I know more about it than I, I probably even think I do for the most part because I surprise myself with some sometimes when I'm watching things. I'm like, oh, I, I did know a little bit more. But, no, hockey's a great sport. Uh, see it live. Watch it on TV. Support it because it's, it's fun. And, I don't know, I, I think the rap that it gets is pretty shitty, but, you know, it is what it is. Alex, final word. 
100% consume all day. I'm, <laughs> I'm drunk on this. <laughs> I'm just drunk. Like, it is so underrated, people. Please. I'm, I'm telling you. Just watch a little. Let me, let me just throw this out there. Anybody that doesn't really watch hockey or doesn't understand it, just Google Hockey Night in Canada Playoff Montage. Just watch those. See how you feel after you watch those. <laughs> and then tell notes? me you don't like this sport. All right. That's it. Um, I know what I'm doing as soon as the show ends. That's been Consume It or Can It for, uh, for this episode. Scott almost killed me, but I think it was a good Consume It or Can It this time around. I still uh, love you. I'll be here next week. All right, good. I will be too. This is the first episode where I didn't threaten to leave, so... Show first. <laughs> I also didn't say I'd go back in time and do anything to sabotage it. Uh, Alex, thank you, sir, for yeah, coming on the show. This it. has thank been great. We appreciate your hockey expertise. We appreciate you taking the time. Um, come on and visit the show anytime. We'll have you on again. Anything you want to plug, Alex? <laughs> I need a promotion at my job. <laughs> Darker and heavier. <laughs> Want to plug that? <laughs> Only Mike wants to plug that. Alex, where can uh, can people follow you on Twitter? Oh yeah, it's just Alex Vilnev. Oh good, I'll All spell right. that for you. you no, go. actually, I'm not. Just, no, make them just Google find me. <laughs> or you can find me on Twitter, Scotty K underscore Junior. And you can find Alex uh, as one of my followers and friends. Thanks again, Alex. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate you coming on, Alex. This has been uh, Craft Food Sports, everybody. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at Craft Sports. I'm at Mike Burlon, at Scotty K underscore Junior. If you got any topics you want us to hit on, any beers you want us to try, make sure you hit us up, craftfoodsports at gmail.com. Hope you guys enjoyed our hockey episode for you. Uh, Tune back in next week. Thanks, everybody. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.